Mike, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Good. Well, you sound like you have a lot more energy than you usually do. Yeah, I had, uh, <laughs> I'd just gotten off of um, crack. Grant. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, okay. I had just got done playing grounded, and uh, there was a spider. So, uh, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> you should have done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny because that's exactly when I ended the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, spiders aren't my friends. Um, wait, so wait, you got you got a rachn- you got a arachnophobia? No, it, it was just a wolf spider, and wolf oh. spiders are not not to be trifled with. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had uh, <laughs> they had updated the game. Um, it's a lot more like the maps a lot bigger now and whatnot. There's like, huh. I okay. like berry tree to the southeast. It's it's cool. Okay, um, uh, I've been yeah. Okay, I'm I'm down to get back on that again. What was up? What were you gonna say? Um, but so yeah, uh, and then I had a, it was my recently my uh, Xbox that I had for like four years. The internal died on it. Um, Yikes! So luckily, um, we had like a. Like, uh, my brother had his Xbox that um, he had gotten replaced during Christmas. So I just took that over and had to reinstall everything, which well, was okay. unfortunate, but I mean. Right. I mean, at least you got an Xbox, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. I got a question. Uh, yeah. Oh, you have a PC, so I guess you really don't have the need to get an Xbox Series S or X, would you? I'm looking into it. Like,. I don't really. My PC is mainly used for like entertainment or like school at this point, being okay. more realistic. Right. Um, I feel you. So I mean, I and besides, it's like from three years ago, and it it's not like built for gaming. It's okay. like a workhouse computer. I mean, okay, it's what I use it for anyway. So fair enough. Yeah, I got a, like a laptop that's used for, I guess moments where i figure out i can actually use it if that yeah. makes sense you know what i mean i'm like oh this would be more beneficial yeah. if i hop on my laptop or something if i you exactly. know right? uh but hold on before we continue on conversation what's up y'all welcome back to another episode of last up radio it's been like i don't know uh, well we're like the four most four weeks con- i was just gonna say we're the most consistent and persistent podcast ever so uh that's- <laughs> clearly yeah. clearly yeah clearly uh, yeah, no, it's, it's been a while. As a, honestly, as of late, man, I just haven't. Um, there hasn't been really been much to talk about for me that that's interesting. So I didn't want to like do a podcast and I feel it, it would feel forced if I just yeah. like I didn't really care to talk about some of the minor things. I'm like, eh, I kind of started losing interest over time. I'm like, I don't really want to talk about that or whatever. But after talking with you yesterday a little bit regarding, you know, different storylines or like. Uh, the new raid or quote unquote new Vault yeah. of Glass coming back, right? The Vault of Glass coming back, and then yeah, everything that's going on with that. Um, what, what we is, start there then? Yeah, I was gonna say what is going on with that. I, I, just, I, look, so, I, have, I have nothing right now. Um, Vault of Glass comes back May twenty second, which is a Saturday, because we're continuing the trend of raids releasing on Saturdays, which is beneficial for literally everyone in the community. Um, this year or this time around to honor the memory of the original team that cleared the Vault of Glass all the way back in 2014, it's a silver belt, which I mean, 
for those going for worlds first, mm. you know, it's it's silver. I mean, yeah. um, uh, Guardian Games was going on. I mean, it's whatever. I mean, it's still going on thing. right now, actually. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I don't think was around last year is that um, do you remember in like D one and like year one of D two where like there were the auras. Like, if you completed the Nightfall, you'd have, like, that blue aura. Yes, I remember that. I didn't um, like that very much. Um, if you, like, go to one of the podiums, depending on where your class is during the event right now, you can have, like, oh, a bro. wreath. I know. I saw. I ha- I'm i actually, like, I logged on the game before yeah. we started the recording, and I was looking at it, and I'm like, what the heck is that? So, exactly. yeah. I think it but, determines, like, where your, your place, like, in terms yeah. of, like, first, second, third. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I just thought that was a cool thing, and then the um like cement or like the white con white concrete emblem for Guardian Games is back, which was the what? There's like a white con, <laughs> so it's like this marble emblem, and it's okay. gorgeous to me. Oh, and I didn't mm. get <laughs> to it last year, but it's back, and <clears throat> we got it, or I got it. Um, when I went to go like after he was like hey guys you won the first week look at you right okay. um is it still available right e, uh yes okay because i'm a big um, emblem I'm a big emblem fan yeah <laughs> so um vogs coming on the 22nd i think linear fusion rifles are getting buffed something or another well hold on because uh, that's that's interesting in itself linear fusion rifles i'm like those are like one of the most useless weapons to ever have, even though I use them myself. Yeah. Um, but before we continue on to like linear fusion rifles, because you, you obviously came to the table prepared. I did not. I'm just being honest. Yeah. But I do uh, want to talk more about Volta Glass. Did okay. they say anything about any kind of changes coming in? Like uh, they said that oh, I have to look. Let me, let me see. Okay. Um let's just see what they exactly said. I believe it's um bungee uh okay okay um all right okay this uh <laughs> vault of glass will go live on may 22nd at 10 a.m pdt that's right guardians will be going up against aceon in less than a month the story isn't changing this time okay well, so that's fine but you may notice other differences so basically they're treating it like every other thing from D1 mm-hmm. to D2 with just like copy pasting it. Okay. I mean, that's that's fine. I mean, I think the Vault of Glass is fine. What do you, I got a question. Yeah. Actually, this is a hot, well, I mean, whatever. It's, I have a question after my hot take. My hot take is that Vault of Glass was not the best raid. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I, I, it's easily, it was the first raid and, I mean, credit for that. Like, it was the thing for many people that I believe got him into like that saved like d1 year one like i don't think if vault of glass existed destiny would have tanked like it already did tank but like right it wouldn't have maintained that hardcore player base that was Mm. able to carry on to crota's end as we all know that Crota's End was the first dungeon. No one can say otherwise. (laughs) I guess Um, guess you can say that now. Yeah, sure. Um, and then obviously King's Fall <laughs> and Wrath of the Machine are the better raids. Uh, uh, um, facts, double facts. 
But I think Vault of Glass coming back, give, the thing that's interesting to me, oh, they also said it is on Venus, but it's like a closed off section of Venus. It's not like, oh boy, we're going back to Venus and like other people can help with the right. plates like they could in the past. They can't do that. Right. It's not like they're bringing the planet back per se as a planet yeah. space. They're just, the Vault of Glass takes place on Venus. That's where we're at. Right. Yeah. Okay. Which I think it would have been a cooler idea to do it on Europa, but I got a question. Okay, Europa isn't used enough. Yeah, I guess you could say so too. I mean, that's fine too. Uh, didn't you say there's like different entrances to the Vault of Glass? Yeah, there was. Um, because if you remember, there was like it. It exists as, uh, ironically, it exists as a corridor like. It is a door of time. Like, you can access the Vault of Glass from any period in time if you wanted to. Right. You could go back to the creation, the creation of the universe. As as long as there's a Vex gate there, you can go to the Vault of Glass. Like, it doesn't matter. Mm. So, did, well, you may know this, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. Um, But do you know where these locations are? For these um, gates? No. I think that there was... A, they're just kind of random, I think. Okay. A, a, okay. A, I don't think they're ever touched on in the lore, but I remember that the Vault of Glass can be accessed through the uh, Vex network, like, anywhere. Um, which brings... Uh, brings me back to the point that unfortunately if the story isn't changing it's not going to be tied into seasonal content which is disappointing i think that they missed i mean making the assumption that it isn't being um tied into seasonal content because i think the name that they pulled out of the code for like a week ago's TWAB was Season of the Splicer and then mysteriously okay. it disappeared. Okay. So you can make the assumption that like, okay, this is happening. And obviously when you think of splicers, people are gonna think of Siva. Yeah, because that's that's they're splicers. Yeah. Well, were they splicers because of the augmentation Siva gave them? Um the Splicers faction is just like something every Fallen house has. It's yeah. just like the mad scientists of okay. the Fallen. Okay, I guess you're right because they uh, they cut off limbs and they yeah. made, it's kind of you know you know the the Splicers reminded me of. I guess you could say it's like a group of. What's it's not? It's like transhumanization, where basically uh, for us, yeah. it's like technology in you know, the human consciousness kind of merging together to create, yeah. you know, like a new being, um, I guess, or, you know, using technology or whatever, rather that's like hardware or software. Yeah. Um, that's what it kind of reminds me of. And then I guess you could say, I would say, I can dare say even like, this is kind of nerdy, but I would, I would say uh, even uh, uh, Siva can be like considered hardware or software yeah, because it seems very malleable and very, you know, yeah. I mean, I as know. long as there is Rasputin to control it, see if it can do whatever it needs. I forgot that ninja existed. Wow. Yeah, Rasputin. Rasputin was put in EXO by Anna Bray whenever when the darkness showed up, and right. That's the whole other thing. So okay. I'm, ma- I'm making the assumption that it's going to be a fallen base season. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I mean. 
I, I like seeing more of the Fallen. The Fallen are real interesting. Except maybe bring back Aramis, please. That that would be cool. Who the heck is Aramis? The leader of House Salvation. Oh. Oh, <laughs> the guy. <laughs> The chick the we froze. One, yeah, the chick we froze. Okay, I heard she had like a lover too. By the way, yeah, she. Uh, it was. I f- I forgot who, but um, it was it was mentioned, and I think it was one of the fallen captains. She was buddies with. Um, did we blow his head off? Or her head sure off? We did. I don't know if she's into girls or not. I'm not really sure because I, I know Anna Bray is a lesbian. I know that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, but I don't know. Is her, is her partner, like, dead or alive? Do you remember uh, that? I'm pretty sure we popped her. Wait, we... Whoa, what? We killed Anna Bray's lover? No, not Anna Bray's. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I was like, dude, what? Where did no, you find that No, Anna out? Bray's okay. lover died of, like, natural causes, I think, because I don't think she was a guardian, which seems off the rules to me, but... You know, whatever. Wait, she wasn't. She wasn't. I don't. Alexney. Yeah, fallen. I don't think Anna Bray's girlfriend. I don't think was a guardian. Um. Oh, right. Aramis's was obviously fallen, and okay. then sorry, I was confused yeah, for a second. Fallen sorry. and humans. I don't want to see what comes out of that one. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Let's move no. on, bro. Move yeah, on. let's move on. <laughs> um. So yeah, Vogue is coming back. Uh, Are you excited for Vogue though? <clears throat> I am. I mean, it's gonna be interesting because like it's there's obviously gonna be challenges, and then we're getting hard mode later that season. So okay, I mean, hard mode raids coming back in general is just gonna be a good thing. I'm ass- oh, it's gonna come back in Age of Triumphs. That makes Quite. sense. Okay, that makes sense. You know what? Honestly, uh, I wasn't excited at first. You know, for like yeah. the, the raid, not, not because. It's a, it's like a, it's an old, old content. Old, yeah, I don't care about that actually. Like particularly in this case, yeah. I actually um, more raids is more raids. Like we got all of the raids deleted. Right. Like, I will take any raid that we can have right. at this point. Exactly, and I think my, the thing is what I want to do. I want to. Uh, oh, wow, Tyler is inviting me to a party. Um, what I wanted to do was I I just need I need more friends to play with and like uh, I know <laughs> I know Simbon can't stand this game <laughs> she can't stand this game I know I could talk to Paul I'm sure and I could talk to you yeah um and we just easily need three more people that's all that's all I'm saying I just want to play with more people that's it yeah that's um it. okay help me so, so we were talking so like <laughs> well the next thing before I cut you off was uh. You brought up linear fusion rifles are getting a buff, which my yeah. gosh, linear fusion rifles are one of the most useless guns to ever use. I mean, why use a linear when you get when you have a sniper? Why use a linear when you have a fusion or a shotgun? Just, or a shotgun? It just makes almost no sense. And I think I give the devs points for just trying to be creative. Um, if this world didn't have snipers, then I can understand that, right? Yeah, I'm like, oh, cool, wow. But it's I like, think yeah. that it's. Do you remember after Forsaken came out and Gambit was like still brand new and Sleeper absolutely dominated? Correct. I remember that. Like Sleeper was it was disgusting. And then it got like nerfed into the ground. And then we used Queen Breakers, because that's another <laughs> Oh yeah, Queen <laughs> Who remembers Queen Breakers? Like yeah, I know. It's been a while. Like, those were the two linear fusion rifles that were dominant in that space, which, that is surprising to me, by the way. I just was very shocking. Well, I guess you could say the sleeper is a heavy, and obviously, yeah. it's, it's a one-hit kill. Let's be real. 
And then the I think the reason why the Queensbreaker got nerfed is because the the the, the accuracy you got compared with the the rate oh, yeah. of fire that you can also apply to it as well. So it was like dumb accurate and shot fast. Yeah, I think Which, that upping. Um, I think it's more of a PVE thing too, is because like back in the day, if you had like three sleepers, a boss was gone in a matter of minutes. But like compared to like now with like weapons like Xenophage, 1K Anarchy, yeah. like if you like were to go back in D1 and imagine the types of firepower we have these days, like you gotta give credit where credit's due. Mm-hmm. We are like beasts nowadays with like, I mean, obviously that's why bosses have millions of health now. Yeah. Because we're just that OP. Um, and we still died to Cabal drop pods, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of fighting Cabal at this point. Like, when Season of the Chosen was first announced, I'm like, ooh, Cabal, that's interesting. But now it's like, please stop. Because yeah, that's, that's, that's all the content that we're playing, bro. I get it. Like, um, <laughs> well, how and, did, well, how did they? Well, how did they buff linear fusion rifles? Uh, I think I have to look because I all I know is that they are getting buffed. Let, let me oh. see. Okay. Um. Yeah. Did you ever, did you ever like? Uh, well, between the two linear fusion rifles that you brought up that was used in Gambit, Queen's Breakers are sleepers. What did you use the most? If you actually used them, um, I think I used sleeper more. Okay. Um, here we go. Uh, okay. So, let's see. Uh, linear fusion rifles. Oh, wait, no, these are just things. Um, so I think what they're doing with linear fusion rifles, um, where is it? Um, linear fusion rifles, uh, okay, increase precision damage by 15% and increase reserves ammo by 20%. So it's not too much. Though, so, um, okay. I think they're, um, nerfing fusion rifles a little bit and they're bringing, um, f- uh, f- 450 RPM auto rifles down a little bit. Okay. Um, you mean or, down in damage, you mean, right? Or No, they're increasing it from 17 to 18 damage per bullet. That's not going to change anything. Okay. Um, substance is getting changed, and high-impact reserves are... A bunch of perks are, like, getting adjusted, so, like, next season, perks aren't going to work the same. Okay. Um, hey, uh, did you end up... Uh, actually, no, go ahead. Go finish up. Um, and then, like, a couple exotics. Like, Midas catalysts being changed. Like, doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, I don't, really, I don't really care about that either. What were you going to say? Uh, I was thinking about... Uh, did, well, did you play any Guardian games? Uh, I have. I, I actually... Um, I played quite a bit on Titan. Um, because, I don't know, I felt like being a crane eater for this one. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's... I mean, in my personal opinion, I don't think there's enough. Like like I mentioned before, there's not enough substance for me to actually care. I'm only here for the cosmetics. Like, being 100% honest, me, like, fashion endgame is what I want. And that's why I'm so excited for next season's customization of 
Oh, it, speaking of customization, how are you feeling about transmog? <laughs> Glad you asked. I was going to ask that next. Uh, I, I actually haven't even experienced it yet. So while we're talking, I was, I, I'm actually flying to, to Ada right now, or Ava, whatever her name is. Um, I, I heard it wasn't received so well. Transma- so I'm going to break it down real quick. So basically, you start off with something called synth. Or you basically have, um, you remember how the forges were like really needlessly complex? Like they probably could have gotten shortened down to like three to t- or three to four quest steps. Yeah. Yeah. I, see, I think that's the theme with Ada 1. So you have one thing. Then you need to go do another thing, and then you come back, and then you transform it into another thing, and then you you, you transmog it. So you're going through all of this extra steps, and then you're getting capped per season. But if you buy Eververse, you can do it infinitely. And then this sparked a whole debate on Twitter, like all the Destiny content creators... We're going to war with each other. I actually think, and this brought up a good point to, or brought up an interesting point. Okay, that paid players currently aren't getting enough. Uh, I mean, they're not getting treated the way, like there, there's not enough like substance that free players are like getting. Okay, um, so like. Um, I saw a big idea that, like, if you own the season pass, you can infinitely transmog. And, like, this, that, and the next thing. And it's like, okay, that's an okay idea. But in s- if we're going to go with locking more stuff behind paywalls to, and this is um, an idea that I had seen, is to, and I kind of wish Chobs was still present because I want to hear her thoughts on this, right. putting trials behind a paywall. Okay. Oh. Putting trials behind the season pass mm. to attempt to curb cheating. Because if you really want to cheat that bad, you're going to waste 10 bucks. But you think I, about it, I mean, I was going to say, for people that cheat, okay, let's, let's, okay, well, I guess my next question is how often do you think they are uh, compared? How many people do you think are just cheating versus people that cheat in, as, as a business, like to actually carry people through? Well, like, that, that's the big, like, difference. As I, um, because Cause if you're just... Solve, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I, I think that to not only as, like, a temporary block until they can fund Eververse or fund anti-cheat for Eververse or Eververse funds anti-cheat, apparently. Like, we already knew that. But, um... I think as a temporary roadblock, just put that there as like a stand-in until we can get an actual anti-cheat in. We already have the SMS verification code, but if we just, which let's be honest, doesn't do anything. Mm. Um, and you, I mean, so what do you what do you think? What do you, what do you you're talking about like Charles behind a paywall? Yeah, specifically as a temporary block to 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 de-incentivize people cheating. Because yeah. they they don't want to pay to cheat, exactly. but uh, but and you said ten bucks, but like um, th- I got another question for you. Do you do you think there are more players that just play the game as it as it, as it should be played versus cheaters? Do you think there's more cheaters or 
I think that to try and maintain, because especially if we're getting cross-play, I think that that should be something that it should at least be think like thought of like really to because the second cheaters get onto like console everyone's gonna start like everyone already complains on pc like everyone that like finds a cheater and i'm not saying that like cheating is like you're gonna find a cheater from what i understand you find a cheater like once one in every like three to four matches and trials okay but like it's to try and it's like the everyone wins except the cheaters thing for me i think okay. that okay. that would work the best i mean it's obviously not a foolproof plan i mean there's obviously issues with it but i'm saying that if it's put there as like the just like a minor roadblock. I mean, there would obviously be ways around it. I just think it would also mean that like they're losing money. I don't know. You mean the people that are using the software? I think that. Or you mean people that are like using like cheating to it, cheating cheating and as a business? Yeah, like cheating as a business, they're losing money. I mean, and, I, I doubt it though. Well, yeah, but like the issue now is that if you get banned on. An, an account you just make another one on steam like that's okay that's where my big idea that was like the big driving force is like you can make infinite steam accounts okay and play infinitely but well i don't know did it, did it ever cost money to make a new account on steam? uh no it's always free oh okay i was gonna well, i was gonna say well you did say everyone kind of wins right you yeah with this with I don't know. How do you, how do you, well, so I, I, I don't necessarily agree, but maybe I don't really fully see your point. So like, how, how does everyone win in a scenario where they have to pay so, for trials if they want to play? So, I mean, obviously that's going to try and that's going to, so people that are, from what I understand of it, people that actually want to play trials okay. probably have the DLCs. Like you have to be somewhat invested to actually want to play trials for the same reason, like Eververse. Okay. If you're buying, like, if you're purchasing something in Eververse, I more than guarantee you're a pay. Like you, like you own at least one of the DLCs. Like, if not all of them, you more than likely have like Beyond Light or something or another. Okay. Like, like if you were to, if Bungie were to pull up like data I, I wouldn't be surprised so i'm thinking that having uh it's just like having the i guess it's purging the trials pool i mean console players won't experience it until their crossplay servers i i don't know. I, I think okay. that might be just something we like have to deal with when the time comes because okay. I don't think we're getting the anti-cheat anytime soon. Okay, because I know it's a, I know it's I'm sure it's a difficult process. I'm sure it's a very difficult thing to come up with an anti-cheat. And another thing is too, for obvious reasons, the developers don't want to openly say what they're doing. Yeah. To prevent so. cheaters, to give the cheaters a the upper insight, hand. the upper hand, yeah. right, insight to like how they're preventing it, so they can create a loophole. So, um, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you brought up a, a interesting point. 
um, that that's that seems very contentious in the community, right? For a mm-hmm. game that they really just pay for one time, or or you know, essentially you can, you pay for this game one time, you pretty much can just enjoy the game, right? Over, yeah. I mean, if if you don't care about the extra DLC content, let's just say you enjoy just the basic PvP only, right? But you can, this is the kind of game where you can pay for it one time, and then there you go. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. What do you think about a subscription service? I know that's been brought up before. Oh, um, I think that's awful. Yeah, I think that's a really bad idea. Growing up, I played a lot of like online MMO games. Well, they were Disney. They were like Disney funded MMO games. Okay. And everyone knows Disney likes money. Okay. Every, everyone knows that. No way. Um, and so, I mean, like, there was one point um, where like, my mom was paying like 26 bucks like every three months for a subscription service which was absurd looking back at it okay um i think that disney or sorry not disney destiny going to (laughs) subscription would be one of the biggest it would shoot themselves in the foot bigger than anything they've ever done i think that i agree I don't know. I think that, that would be an awful idea. And um, have you seen any sentiment about um, Bungie saying or like Bungie like intentionally sh- or yeah. telling us about transmog this way to then revert it and have like, oh my god, B- Bungie listen to us, which I mean, Wait I doubt it. As like. Wait a minute. It, oh. Just to clarify, sorry, just sorry, my fault. Just to clarify something, uh, just to, for myself and, and even for our listeners, transmog is basically where you. I'm just asking. Transmog is basically where you would uh, be able to use old gear or any kind of gear that you've had before, and it still be relevant in terms of utility. It doesn't really matter. It could be trials gear. It could be old gear from like seasons ago. It doesn't really matter. Blue gear, green gear. And you're just you're basically just it's for the aesthetic, but it still has the utility of being relevant. Yeah. So. All it's doing is it's expanding on the universal ornament system. So okay. say you okay, that makes sense. really liked the Leviathan helmet or like the uh, prestige levy chest plate for Titan. Once you have that transmog token or synth weave or whatever it's called, you go into collections and you transmog it and then you can wear it on whatever. I agree. I think there's times where um, I think that's why a lot of people really would just like transmog. I think maybe personally, like I said, I have not actually have done anything with Ada regarding the new transmog system that they're like trying to do. That's available right now, correct? No, it's, it's not, not out until um, season fifteen. Uh, season uh, May eleventh is when. So in like two weeks from now. Okay. When season of the redacted, but season of the splicer okay. comes out. Okay. That's when we're all getting our hands on it. Okay. There's also going to be like bounties, which I mean, fine, bounties, whatever. You mean for transmog? You're talking about right? yeah, like the transmog token. So there's going to be bounties for it. I remember that. Like, so I talked about that like a couple weeks ago with Jobs, and I went over it. And I, I I'm not going to lie to you, I was yawning reading it. I was. Not yeah, excited. it was. <laughs> I think the. One thing that I'm really interested in is to see how cl- it if it's if the new customization system is clunky, 
because uh, looking at the mock-ups that we have now, shaders are... So you can like go in and delete all your shaders. All of those legendary shards... Even if, like, you don't use shaders, like, if you're just stockpiling them, you don't need to. They're going to be, like, perma-unlocked. So, like, you don't have to have them in the inventory, which makes the inventory screen so much, like, smoother. Um, so, now you're going to have, like, whatever shaders you have on, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to look at them. And I think what that means is that we're also going to be able to preview universal ornaments with shaders which is something that we have not been able to do since shadow keep um which makes me happy um because honestly at the end of the day if the if my guardian doesn't look as good as he can i'm not going to enjoy myself okay like i i want to look cool as like as cool as humanly possible popping alien skulls yeah, no, it's it's interesting you say that because that was the consensus, I think, for a lot of people in PvP. You would come in, you, you didn't really care about the utility or perks of the weapons or armor that you got. You just wanted to look good while you played the game. Yeah. And, and like, do you remember the airplane helmet from... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hated some of the gear, like, that was brought up um, that people had to use, like, because it had a specific perk on it that, that you wanted to use. Um, I would say, speaking of that, uh, speaking of like armor, you know, looking ridiculous. Um, I, I do give credit to Bungie, you know, for creativity. I'm not saying that armor doesn't look good. Uh, sometimes it doesn't, but like in, in most cases, I mean, just from an objective standpoint, I'm trying to be as objective as I can here. Um, it, it's very creative and somewhat different. Okay. Yeah. Um, do I like them all? Absolutely not. No. Now the problem is, and I, and I think I talked about this before, but I think I think I nailed it on the nose in terms of why I don't like we don't. I think a lot of people. I'll just speak for myself. The reason why I I don't really care for most of the armor sets that they come out with for each season or whatever is because it, it is a unrecognizable piece of armor. We don't know where it's from. I mean, yes, they took the time to create it. I'm sure if you paid attention to some of the details, you're like, wow, um, this is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, my my point is this: when you bring the reason why. Uh, uh, fan, uh, fan art, or what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, um, uh, well, it doesn't really matter. But, but but when when fans create their own, you know, make their own designs yeah. uh, of of certain outfits or, or weapons or whatever, it's 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 usually more exciting things because they don't they're, see anything like it in game. Right, we don't see anything like it in game. But more importantly, they're drawing their inspiration from from things that they know. For example, oh, when, I, I see what you mean. Exactly right. So. We, we, when it comes to, for example, raid armor, uh, Destiny 1 did this for a bit, and they did this right. Especially, I think it was Age of Triumph or something like that at the end of they Destiny like, 1. They had, like, the glows? Right. So they, they had ornaments for raid gear that was synonymous with that raid. It, it, yeah. it actually made sense. It looked good. And even if it was, quote-unquote, like, asymmetrical or somewhat ridiculous or just kind of over the top, it was synonymous. You recognized it. Exactly. Oh, like, oh yeah, it's from Kodos. Right, and it's synonymous with the enemies that we fought or the environment that we were in. And, like, that's what gets me excited about, like, some of these concept arts that these that these gamers create. I'm like, wow. Like, for example, there's a concept art. Man, I've seen it like this on Twitter a bunch of times. It's like a Titan wearing gear that's inspired by the Cabal. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, wow, this is good. I would wear this. Even though it's not, because even though it's not the slim fit 
kind of, you know, outfit, because I, I play a lot of female in a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's not the slim fit, it does look cool. It's and it, recognizable, and you can say, like, oh, that guy has raid from, or raid armor from so-and-so. Right, and it makes you feel like you conquered that. And, like, it's, it's just, it's personal, it's recognizable, and and it, I think that's what adds to the coolness of it, to the to the wow effect, versus when you create a whole new armor set that even though objectively speaking it is, I guess you could say, creative and new, mm-hmm. it's not that exciting for me because I'm like, well, I just don't like how it looks. Even if, yeah. like, I even like, I rather choose armor that I recognize that was derived or inspired from something that I fought or mm-hmm. that I've earned versus something that's ugly. And I just and don't like it. Unoriginal. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't think know. Luke Smith had said this a couple of years ago. Like wearing Oryx's um Oryx's face on your butt, like flaunting it, like taking, like ripping a piece of Oryx's cloak yeah. and like saying, It's mine now. Yeah. I think that a, um if next season is Siva oriented, please for the love of God, please, please put Siva on it. Like Yo, it will yeah. Like, if we were to in some way get, like, um, I'll speak for um, myself here. If I were to get, like, a tattered version of the Hunter Cloak from Wrath of the Machine, I will die. Yeah. Like, yeah. give me, like, if you want to go with, like, f- old stuff we found in, like, the ruins of the tower, like, if, like, an egg. Like some guys, like, hey, uh, I was I was going to repair the tower and I found this little tattered. I I wouldn't care. I'd take it immediately. Like, right, right. if we're getting, if next season is Siva, I want the armor, like you said, to be synonymous with Siva. This season, like, w- what is this armor? Like, <laughs> bunch of balls and like <laughs> that one episode of Patch or one episode of SpongeBob. Where it's Patrick saying I'm Dirty Dan, like what's going on here? <laughs> I don't know either. It's I... like weird geometry, and geometry is cool, but make it something like okay. Um, with my Titan, I I really like when, um, when armor when I'm looking at like um, when I'm looking at like a fashion show or like Destiny fashion shows. Okay. on like twitter and stuff and i see like a or um when even i'm designing my own characters i like to put like the titan insignia like if i can find something with like the titan insignia yeah. somewhere on the armor i'm cool with it like i think that's a c- cool idea to have their own like sigils or like have a theme yeah so like my okay. my titan has like he has um the ornaments from season of arrivals and they have big old lions on the they have like the titan lions on the shoulder pieces and i think it's the coolest thing they look ridiculous but they're cool exactly right that's what i'm saying it's, it's inspired by something that we recognize and i think that's what makes things exciting do you remember the first ornaments that we had in destiny one i think it was iron banner inspired maybe, oh yeah with the flames inside mm-hmm. of like our armor like it was like very 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 cool and even though it was kind of gaudy and kind of exaggerated it was exciting. Granted, it was the first time we had ornaments like this. Well, and uh, but, Iron Banner was actually interesting back in the day. It was. It was. It was that. Uh, well, there's no freaking. Was there like a power cap? Uh, there was. I think there had to be. I think it was a level cap. 
it was a level cap, but I don't know. Anyway, my, my point is this, uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed that. And I think yeah. they need to really look back at what they did in destiny one and learn really from learn from it. Like, of course, like, and this is why it, I think in general, I, I think this is, I think this is the, the, um, the consensus of why people are just kind of annoyed with Bungie bringing in old stuff is because it's like, well, we want you to be inspired and build on top of the stuff that you're already bringing back. We're not really necessarily asking for this old stuff back. Some of the stuff, I guess you could say in context, yeah, it'd be nice to bring some of it back. But for the most part, we, we want the stuff that we enjoyed back then to be the foundation to build on something more and better. You know what I mean? And of course, you know, we talk about that all the time, but, um, I would say for the next season coming up, like you said, regarding Siva, I, I want them to really go in just like uh, when you go inside Tess Eververse and she has those ornaments. I'm like, this should be the reward that we get. Oh, yeah. So, like, I think they put a lot of effort in some I of these guns. I think that um, all the uh, universal ornament, I think that for the amount of work that goes into some of the ornaments that go into Eververse, I... I wonder, like, what else can be cooked up there that they're just waiting. Like, I'm I'm sitting here thinking about, like, Season of the Splicer, and what my brain jumps to is Lord Saladin. Like, even though Saladin's mad at us, they're not. he's not only mad at us for using stasis, he's mad at us for siding with the Cabal. So, like, or because, you know, he's a grumpy old war vet. Um... <laughs> So I think it would be more than, I think it would be reasonable for Saladin to be like, "Ooh, I accidentally really Siva." I mean, it would be uncharacteristic, but right. like, if we can get the Iron Temple back, I'll take it. That'd be cool too. I mean, honestly, like, I'm I'm okay with that. I just I just want them to, I just want them to to bring back or build upon the fundamentals uh, and principles that they had uh, that they used in, in uh, uh, Destiny One. And like I said. I, Call me crazy. I know some people can. I think there's a lot of things. I, I think I'm sure if I really dig for it <laughs> and really like pay attention, I'm sure there's a lot of things in Destiny Two that I truly do appreciate and like even more than Destiny One. But yeah, like, I mean, but a lot of a lot of the Year One and a lot of Year Two had like some of the most unique or it had more of the unique sets. Year Three didn't have any uniqueness. Year like Forsaken. And that entire year had some of the most interesting sets, like the progital stuff for both, for all of the classes. Those were amazing. Like progital stuff. Yeah, like the progital set, like the um, this armor set. Yeah, it was the armor set. It it was based off of, it was like based off of D one, like um D one armor that was okay. like the beta. It, okay. it was like the original armors that were shown off, and I was like, "Okay, these are really cool." I think that bringing, I think that simplicity isn't always the winner these days. I think that they need it. Uh, obviously, isn't the winner. Um, if we're complaining about it, not it, things being like too simplistic. Um, I well, think I'm that. Well, go ahead. I'm good. Um, I don't know if we are getting the box stuff. Like, um, either give us an entirely new Vex set. Like, um, the issue I have with Garden of Salvation was it was reskinned uglier versions of Universal Ornaments from Curse of Osiris. And it was so 
like bland. I think I really, really hope that Vogue not only has a cool title. I really hope it has a cool title, um, like uh, like a raid title. I think that'd be real cool. Um, okay. Uh, so raid title armor needs to look cool, and weapons need to feel interesting. Like yeah. if we get Fatebringer back, I'll cry. Yeah, no, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Like I said, I don't care. Like I'm, I'm kind of more comfortable with them bringing stuff back. Um, because there's not enough content. <laughs> just so <laughs> you're just sad. I, I mean, I, I guess I'll take what I get. But I mean, um, yeah, no, I, I, I um. I don't mind, you know, playing Volta Glass again and everything like that. I don't mind getting the old weapons again. I guess you could say hot take. I never was really a huge fan of, uh, what's you call it? Um, you said a Fatebringer, right? Yeah. Yeah, I never was a fan, but, but that's because I never was good at using hand cannons or like using hand cannons in Destiny 1. So I didn't really see the whole big fuss. But now that I go back, I mean, I saw the utility and the power in it. So oh, wait a I, minute. I get it. The real reason why Transmog is being pushed so badly is to curb all resent about armor being sunset. You think that's really it? I think that's part of it. I think that it would have probably been pushed back to like season 15, but after sunsetting and like all the armor that was lost, pushing to maintain that aesthetic would have been, it would have been like damage control basically. What do you because think? like okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. Because I I know for a fact that there are armor sets that people lost, like yeah. that they loved the look of. So having transmog is like perfect because then you can maintain whatever build you want and you can look as cool as whatever. Like that's right. already what you can do with universal ornaments, which is the beauty of it for me. What well, is it? Well, I was gonna say. So good. I'm a fool. I keep cutting you off. Go ahead. Um, is that you can have your favorite build and look however you want. Like you could look like a circus freak and still kill things. Like right, it, right. Gotta have good utility, right? No matter yeah. how your look is. Why do you think? Personally, like I said, maybe I need to just go back and look at what they said. I was reading it. I was kind of just, I wasn't impressed, but at the same time, I was kind of confused in terms of like how they worded certain things in the TWAB. But regarding this new Tradesmog system that they're introducing uh, pretty soon, I think May 11th, like you said, yeah. with, with Ada, do you think it just would have been better for them just to add, just quote unquote, just increase the universal uh, ornament pool that we already have? Just, just put it in there. Like, I don't think. I feel like, like I said, I need to look, go back and look. So I'm speaking from a place of just ignorance. But I feel like you just give us this, just give us ornaments. But like, if we earned the gear before, put it like make it an ornament slot for us. Like I don't really care to try to do a quest or do bounties to get to have a look that I've had before. And if and if this is just to 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 kind of cushion the blow of 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 sunsetting, okay, that's fine. But I don't want to have to go through a quest. To go get some, uh, to get a look of gear that I've had before, like, like I mean, like transmog is is a, is a great thing. Like yeah. I said, like I said before, I don't think like you need to tie a bounty in a in, in a you know uh, quest to everything. Like, yeah, I think that <sighs> since we are, the transmog system needs a lot more of simplification, and it needs it feels like. Um, 
when you go to clean, uh, like when you go to clean something and there's a bunch of gunk, like if you okay, like if you find a rock and you know how there's all like <laughs> okay. dirt, all this dirt on it, and like you need to go brush it off. That's what I feel like transmog is right now. Is that there's all this like unnecessary dirt on it, and it just needs to get like brushed off. I think that's a good metaphor for the ga- state of the game currently. There's a lot of issues that like can be solved relatively easily like i think fomo is almost gone or like almost entirely gone which is a big thing because last year i almost had no like incentive to play because like fomo was such a big thing that like i just didn't care anymore like i lost out on like some like season of dawn i played for like a week and then i'm like ah that's fine whatever i'll go do something else right um I think that losing the FOMO that comes with seasonal content is cool. I still think it needs a rework, though. Like, seasonal challenges were cool this season. There were just too many of them. In are, you my talk- pers- are you talking about uh, the seasonal challenges that like that we can get if we just look at our bounties? It's in the yeah. quest tab. Is that yeah. Oh, That's okay. what I'm, I think that there needs to be, like, five per week. I think that ten is being real excessive. Yeah, I, I, feel I like think that it, there was a lot of it's filler content, potential. Bro. It's it's filler content, bro. That's just call it what it is. It's filler content, and I won't even really. I, I, I won't even actually. I take it back. I won't even really call it filler content. This is just I don't know, just activities to do in between what you're already doing. I get okay. That's filler content. Whatever. My, <laughs> it's just like a, it's like um a distraction. It's just to like I've, it's I've, um what? the carrot at the end of the stick. Well, that's a sucky. That's a rotten carrot, bro. You just just give me the stick, bro. Yeah. Well, like at I, this point. I would say, I mean, like I feel like this the the seasonal challenges are here because I get, the stuff we get from what I see here is more just like XP and of course bright bright dust, dust which or needs relevance. I mean, I, it's helpful when it, okay. I, I ain't gonna lie. I'll I'll say this. It's nice to get bright dust so I can buy certain consumables to help me get another consumable okay yeah i know whatever i know that's quite the world we live in um but i mean the rewards we get in the seasonal uh in the the seasonal challenges they're not very much i mean like you you do get like a gun i think in one of them like in one of the actual uh challenges that you complete it's called it's called contenders ascent yeah and and basically you get like the smg but you already or like just playing the season you right. get that stuff like it's that, that's what i'm saying so you know my my, feel, my thought is this i feel like they're they're really banking on the fact that people just get more excited about completing a list i know a that's checklist all right yeah and, and, I, and it makes it seem like oh we're getting stuff done we're getting things and i'm not saying that bungie the developers are trying to be condescending or whatever but i can kind of see how that can be perceived as condescending i know it's subjective but like you're like okay well I'm, how am I supposed to get excited about checking off a list and then the reward that you give me? Granted, this stuff isn't hard to do, by the way, yeah. but which I can appreciate. I, I actually, like you said before, you said th- there's potential for this to actually, uh, 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 to, to, I guess, be more rewarding to participate in. Okay. Yeah. And I agree with you because I actually enjoy, you know, maybe doing, doing a little extra, like for people that want to dedicate more time to the game, I think it's also a great thing that you reward the player that 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 uh that give that puts in more time, right? And I guess you could say, oh, what were you um, gonna say? Um, I just came to the 
So in what they can do with seasonal challenges is they can tie it to the seasonal title. Okay. So instead of having instead of doing mm-hmm. one checklist, you combine the two into one better checklist. Yeah. So you have seasonal so you have like the seasonal title, which for this one is chosen, I think is the title. On the nose, I know, but like if they were to <laughs> Combine the two systems into the title, yeah. The, uh, the title seal, whichever, because those are bone. Those are like the original checklist. Because yeah, like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Dredgen and like Wayfair. Wayfair was actually kind of fun to get, um, because I had like a week left of season of arrivals to do it. Um, I had like uh. Because I had, like, granted, I had two years to complete it, but I had just gotten around to do it. So I was in, like, this mad scramble with, like, two weeks left of Season of Arrivals to get not only Dredgen, but Wayfair, because Wayfair was going away. Um, this, I also um, forgot that this year, or this this se- or this or upcoming season is going to be Solstice, I think. Which okay. we can talk about at a later date, because Solstice... And moments of triumph needs like something else to keep me invested. Like the armor there is cool, but it it just needs more substance. I think that all destiny like seasonal events need to get more substance. Like if they're gonna keep doing guardian games, like give us an exotic. Yeah, throw us a bone. Well, look, well, look, hold on. Actually, well, we we can talk about it. Honestly, we didn't even get to the second half of the podcast, and it's already been an hour. Yeah. So uh, we can do that right now. We can just transition to that. So for those that are listening, appreciate you stand by. But you're going to hear a word from our sponsor, Anchor, and we'll be right back with you. Okay, yeah. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, Noah. Um, yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, I, I, w- I would agree with you that there, there needs to be more of an incentive for an event like this. Now, granted, are, these, are you talking about Free events? These are free events, right? Yeah. So, like, um, Solstice of Heroes, um, Festival of the Lost. Well, okay, well, let's think here. There's three big events per year. So, it's in order. We go Festival of the or No, my bad. Um, Solstice happens in the summer. Okay. We have, oh, it's Festival of the Lost, then the Dawning, which I always forget about the Dawning. We got Solstice <laughs> Festival, the Dawning Guardian Games, and then Solstice again. Okay. With Moments of Triumph thrown in with Solstice. So normally, what will happen is, uh, for those who don't know, is Solstice starts in like mid or like either late June or mid July. Which is gonna suck because I'm I'm gonna be working during the summer. Which, yeah. I mean, hey, I'm getting I'm getting work experience, so that's yeah. always good. Yeah, congratulations, brother. Yeah, so um, we get moments of triumph and solstice. Those come out at the same time. Normally, moments of triumph refresh the raids. Last year, they had like infinite raid chests, so you could run encounters infinitely and not have a cap on loot, which it was fun, um, from what I heard. Um, and then Solstice of Heroes. Normally, we get an armor set that looks pretty cool. 
And then we get glows that we can buy in Eververse because, you know, why not monetize things? And normally, Solstice of Heroes is, like, the stopping point for, like, the hype train. Okay. But this year, it's going to be different because the Dawning's going to be the hype train because Witch Queen doesn't come out until March of 2022. Or, like, maybe, like, yeah, uh, like, February or more than likely it'll be like sometime in April that Witch Queen comes out, which means it'll have an entirely new uh, demographic. Um, so I think that three events across the board need incentive. Dawning is, or sorry, Festival of the Lost is really boring and it's going to be probably more boring. Or m- maybe it'll be interesting because for the past three years we had. No, four years. Um, the, the same thing. The same thing. We had uh, the Haunted Forest, which Haunted Forest by itself wasn't... It was spooky! Uh, yeah, it was It was scary. <laughs> right, but, okay. Like, it, was, it, was, it was just kind of the same. Like, everyone was like, oh, special wasp, get ready to not be able to see anything. Right. Because it was unnecessarily dark. Um, and okay. then... Uh, just the timed events and then um then we get dawning which is again bounty simulator um so festival lost isn't necessarily a bounty sim it's more of um do this activity over and over again mm-hmm. then you get to dawning then it's bounty sim because i'll be honest oh, with you it's cookie it's um baking cookies and baking festa- cookies yeah, in the dawning yeah um, Which is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. So this is a quick hot take again. Um, I used to think a little bit differently about it, but just because something is free, that does not mean that the content needs to be boring, bland, or bad. Okay, yeah. and it just kind of defeats the purpose. Like it, that's not a good excuse anymore. Like I used to be like, well, it's free, so we can't really go hard on them. I, and I, like I said, I'm, I'm not saying you should go you should go hard on a developer regardless but what i'm saying is like i didn't really want to i I think i get what you're saying if we if they want to get as much money make those events interesting make them fun make them interesting right like if you want to entice like new players to like get invested into the like destiny so like i was wondering this one youtuber who would um yeah he had just started playing and um, he had he had a uh, and he was having the time of his life. I mean, he was like playing Gambit. And he said something which was my favorite line of all time: "This game is so much content, including losing your mind." <laughs> um, which I mean is true. I think, uh, and he was just like playing Gambit, and like he had gotten friends, and like it, it was it was it was entertaining to watch. Okay, um, and so. I think that if they want to include more, like, entice players, like I said, make, like, if you really want to throw someone off their rocker, like, okay. have, like, in, an exclusive crucible. Like, um, say right. for... Yeah, elaborate on that, buddy. What are you talking about? Like, say for Donnie, you get a snowball game. Like, like a 12v12 snowball fight 
Like you okay. know how in the tower you have those like snowballs. Yeah, you basically get dodgeball. Yeah, I I think that would be a real fun thing to make that like the pinnacle thing. Like you know what? Let's have a crucible game mode with dodgeball and have uh, space grandma be the announcer. That would be so funny having the space grandma just yelling at the top of her little lungs. I think that would be interesting. Uh, maybe for Festival of the Lost, you could do... Uh, you you could obviously do, like, something with Gambit, maybe, for Festival of the Lost, like... Um, or Strikes, maybe. Like, maybe all the bosses have, like... Or in Halloween costumes. I think that would be real funny. Right. Um, oh, I oh. think that having world events... Or having seasonal events change okay. the world temporarily... Which is what they're meant to do. Yeah, I think it should be like more inclusive, like having or like lost sectors to have like certain lost like. Oh, here's an idea. Um, to okay. have the legendary lost sectors, have those have like have the bosses or like the dregs being like dresses or something. I don't know. You could find something to do with okay. like spooky. I I don't know. I There's- think that. Well, I was gonna I think say here, there's something there. Here's what I would say. I mean, make it interesting, make it fun, okay? And I talked about this before, I think, with you like a while ago. But I would say you, I, I'm a, I'm a big, um, the big proponent for me are these two things when it comes to content, video games. For me, I, I want the content to be interesting. It needs to be fun, and the and the care and the reward has to be good. Those are mm-hmm. the two things that make playing video games a good time. I yeah. think I think I can say that objectively for everyone. Okay. Yeah. Have fun. Make sure it's fun, but also make sure the reward is good. Because if if you're missing one, sometimes you won't you won't. It's, and so if if the reward is missing, you know what I mean. If if there's no reward, if there's no good carrot, then it'll be it'll be fun for a while. But ultimately, you're like, what's the point, right? Or but, if but you if, want to be real real sentimental, you can be like, oh, it's the you know, friends you made along the way, which isn't a real reward, but I mean, you know. not, it's not much of the reward. So I was, gonna, but I was going to say, if if there was, if there was, if if the game wasn't fun per se, but you had amazing loot and you know great rewards, it would balance it, it out. Well, no, actually, it'll be frustrating. Ugh. It'll be frustrating if you think about it, right? Like, trials is an example of that. Okay. Oh yeah. I know, like I, I know it's competitive. I get that, and let's take the cheating out or whatever. Um, but. Like in general, generally speaking, it's still not a fun game mode. Well, okay, yeah, I was just, I'm, 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 okay, maybe Charles was a bad example, but my point is this: I believe if if you don't if you if you don't uh, have a fun game mode or a fun game, but have great rewards, it's going to be frustrating to get to that point. It's going to be frustrating playing your oh, game yeah, to get a reward not. that you really want. But if you have a fantastic game but you have no reward or the reward is very boring or it's not good, then eventually you may have fun, but you will over time get tired of playing. And it's like, what's the point of that? So yeah. that two comp, was that your puppy? No, that was uh, something else. He's uh, uh, not sure what that was. <laughs> okay. I'm like, did you fart? I right, know, no. but, uh, <laughs> but that's my point. So when it comes to these free events, regardless, if it's, regardless, if it's free, I want it to be fun. And honestly, you don't have to give us a, a whole bunch of stuff per se, but I would say if we're doing a free event and, and it's long, 
then I want the end of it to be like, okay, I want to look forward to like a huge event. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I want to look forward to the reward that and if, if the event is going to be this long. I don't want to just get to the end of the event. You gave me a sparrow. Yeah. Like, like I remember the end of dawning, and I'm yeah. like, oh boy, let's go see what I got. Oh boy, a gingerbread ghost shell. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Give it. Give us a weapon. Like they did that with the um, they they canceled the event, but with crimson doubles. Oh yeah, the bow. The bow. You're able to get. You're able to get something. You're able to get something that you can actually use and something that can affect the game. Like this is a free event, so I feel like they sh- they shouldn't shy away from giving guardian something that's good that's useful i didn't say anything that's overpowered i didn't say anything that you get i'm not talking about like you get from uh the the competitive playlist they're like like, fell winners right i don't know bro like give us something like we want something we can use like give us an outfit and then give us a weapon oh here's um uh, like uh the uh when thunderlord came back during festival of the lost do you remember that Yes, I do. Yeah, that was Without awesome. that quest where we went back to the Cosmodrome and Zavala was like, dude, what do you think you're doing? Right, right. Yeah, that, I agree. I think it'd be great. Yes, like that was that was fun. We actually got a weapon that, you know, many people have used before, but sometimes, but this is, this is also a weapon that people have never used before. And we actually got three different, what? Oh, that was that was not Destiny One or Destiny Two because that was Destiny One where they brought they uh, they 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 made Thunderlord relevant again in Destiny One, but they also added two different versions: a oh, Void yeah. version um, and a Solar version. Abandon and uh, this is a Solar one. Oh, what's the Solar one? It was like Pyro something. Yeah, but I remember them, and I remember getting a, a the Void one, and I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Same thing with the swords, like Ray's Lighter and Dark Drinker and Bolt Caster, I think the other one was. That's what I'm saying. Like, my, at the end of the day, give us something cool. And I feel like an exotic isn't really too much to ask for. I feel like, I think that's, I, I think. Given you know, with how exotics are given out like candy these days, yeah. Right. And I was going to say, like, you, you, how about at least, if you don't want to do an exotic, give us armor and then also a weapon that's themed after the event. And then make not only it's themed after the event, but make sure like give it like an intrinsic perk, make it interesting, make it usable. I think they did that with Horrors Leashed when it came to Festival of the Lost, the auto rifle. Oh yeah, it was a it was like a reskin Vanguard Origin, auto rifle. Or, Origin story. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Origin story, and then uh, Braytech Werewolf, which was yeah the so, other one. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I I figured they can maybe keep going with that, but. uh I don't know. I just I, at the end of the day, man. I feel like for how for how long these events are, like I said, the the the, the reward. I don't know. I feel like both the, the reward, reward doesn't match the amount of time you need to invest in it and how much time the event is actually spanning. Right, and I would say even this. I would say the reward and even the 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 fun the fun I have in the event are about the same. Like they're like not. It's not that much fun. It's like and, oh and the yeah. Reward is, like, for me, when I was doing Guardian games, my brain was off most of the time. Like, I was either listening to music or watching YouTube just kind of mindlessly, like, throwing <laughs> shurikens. Like, right, right. And I'm not saying it should, I'm not, I'm not asking for anything. I'm not asking for a, a sweaty game. No, no. I, want, I, I want to be immersed in your game, okay? Yeah. Like, I, I understand you can kind of, like, you can get used to doing something, whatever. But, like, for example, when I play Outriders, I'm immersed in that game. And even I've been playing. How for is like, Outriders? Fun as heck to me. I mean, like, so they definitely had a lot of issues 
with the cross platform okay. thing. So like, you know, you get kicked out a lot, but um, it's, it's gotten better. And I give them a lot of credit because they're, they're on it and they're, they're communicating and everything like the game just came out and like, yeah. but it's still very fun. I still get like the outriders Twitter, like tweeting like downtime. And I'm like, Oh yeah, it, it, it's, it's really fun. Like I just, I just started using a new class and mm-hmm. I'm having a lot of fun. And even though I know the storyline, it's it's it can be kind of corny. It's kind of long, but I'm immersed is because I'm using a new class as new abilities, new combinations. Even though the weapons are of course similar, but I over like I'm transferring some of the weapons that I didn't use from my first class to this class. I'm like, all right, well maybe this class will have a lot more fun with it or whatever. So like I'm I'm, I'm immersed in the game, even though I already know what's going to happen or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when it when it comes to Destiny, I'm not saying make it like Outriders. I think the only thing Destiny can really take from Outriders is the mods that they that Outriders have. The mods that Destiny have at the moment, they're not that impactful. They're bland. They're bland, right? They they do things for you. The only I, thing that might be like somewhat close to not being bland is adept mods, and even then, they're not like anything to like jump up and down for. They're just normal mods with a different stat point. Like I said, I don't know. Like I, I don't think I've ever even had an adept weapon at all. But my my whole point is this: I'm not a. I, I don't even think about mods when it comes to this game is because I feel like mods don't affect change that much. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, you could call me out on that. Like maybe you have a different experience. I'm not saying that as a fact or objectively speaking, but how I feel though, overall, when is I that they game, don't impact, they don't really impact it that much. Like to the point where I'm like, Oh, let me put this mod on because it'll definitely, I don't care. Like, yeah, I don't they're know. just, you want to know an example? Like yeah. I have, Okay, so the the example, uh, the mod that I'm thinking about is where you get more ammo in the magazine. Backup mag? Oh my gosh, what a joke. Yeah. Have an auto rifle and put on backup mag. They'll <laughs> gladly give you three bullets. <laughs> <laughs> An auto rifle! Yeah. How about, how about 50? How about 20? How about 100? Depending upon the archetype, right? If it's a shotgun, okay, how about, can, can I have like at least a minimum of five to 10 additional rounds? Because that can make a huge difference, right? Depending on, on your play style. If I have an auto rifle, okay, can I have fifty, maybe to a hundred, right? If, if if it's like you know the LMG, like you know whatever. Uh, if or it's like, like sweet business, yeah. Give oh me my some god, of that. give me an additional hundred rounds, of, like so I can spam that joint, and then I and then I come, then I uh, uh, pair that with that chest exotic that the Titans have for auto yeah. rifles that extends the fire time by just. By putting ammo back in your magazine as you fire. So, like, dude, just, like, stuff like that gets people excited because it's, like, you could see the change and in, in impact you have in the game. And but you can I, build something around it. Exactly. And I personally think that the developers don't have a lot of confidence in their ability to challenge the players. And I think this is why our carrots kind of suck and, or the rewards suck. Uh, sometimes like I said this is my subjective opinion but like or like I, don't, I feel like challenges for example let's let's take challenges for example I talk about this all the time and when it comes to PvE the strikes like the nightfalls mm-hmm. I, I, I only really enjoy the nightfalls when I'm playing with other people which is that they're they're meant to be played with other people yeah. right? it's hard content I understand that but I, I'll, I, I'll that's the only reason why I have fun is because I'm playing with you guys and and like um when we did the, proving grounds oh well, dude, I mean, like, it, it, it was fun. I actually enjoyed it. Like, but like, I would say 
in general, I'm talking about like the nightfall, like the master nightfall, where yeah. like, dude, there's no, there's nothing, there's no positive incentive. Like I'm talking, about, I'm, I'm not positive. There's no good incentive in terms. There's no good mods like to help us out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I understand that it's hard. And the reward, but the, personally, to me, the reward isn't even worth it to me. How about give us something exclusive, like a, a, a exclusive exotic that's particularly derived from this raid? Not only derived from it, but it's inspired by it in its design. And maybe like how it fires. Like this is, and, and I'm and I'm not even thinking about oh, it could be broken. Like bro, it's a video game. You know what I mean? Like I remember um, there was this joke that I had heard um, back when Forsaken came out. Okay. When everyone thought that like the raid was gonna be Scorn, and this guy, uh, he was like a Twitch stream, I think, and he's like, I really uh, so you know how the Scorn Ravengers have those like uh, the fiery whip. Mace yeah. thing. He was yeah. talking about how he wanted that as the exotic, and I'm like, I would die. Like I mean, that. Yeah. That would be like having unique archetypes. Like, oh boy, what was? Yeah, was Sleeper like the first linear? Like in D1, wasn't that like the first linear fusion rifle? Technically speaking, not Queen Breakers was. Oh, Queen Breakers was okay. Yeah. Definitely Queen Breakers was. Yeah, but that was but the first I one. I can't remember. There was like a certain exotic that the exotic archetypes that was like specific to that raid, and I can't remember what it was. To what raid? To I I'm trying to remember. I, I, I remember there being a special or maybe it wasn't D two. I don't know. There was something where like there was very specific to that raid. Like you couldn't find that archetype anywhere else. Well, look, how about this? I got I got something else to talk about. I got something else. Uh, the crown of the crown of sorrows raid. Okay, that raid. You know, regardless of how you feel about it, it it's very hive infested, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking about the crown. You remember, if you beat the boss, his crown falls off. Yeah. Or mask. Mask. There's a big crown. fat bather. Bather. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh, can you imagine having that crown and it, and you can like kind of activate the ability to have hive on your side for to fight for you for oh, like, like the artifacts in uh destiny like one yeah exactly right it was kind of useless not gonna lie it was kind of trash but it it was interesting it was interesting okay so if you brought that back in a form of an intrinsic perk of an exotic that you got from a raid um of course make it better i'm not saying just bring it back because the idea sounds cool but we want it to actually be good, right? You know, we want enemies yeah. to, you know, to, right. And I figure, you know what, or maybe, or call me crazy. How about when you, when you act this, this exotic, you can actually activate it and you can, you can transfer your consciousness into the hive of your choosing. You can take control of it temporarily, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of just destroy it. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. or, or you can, I don't know. This is, this is idea comes from, I played Gears of War 5 horde mode. And mm-hmm. there's there's a character we use called Jack, right? Mm-hmm. And you can basically hijack an enemy, and you can you can control them, no matter except the boss, but you can control them. So just imagine, oh oh, that sounds cool. Noah, come on. What? <laughs> I was gonna say you think about it like, but just imagine the crown can be yeah, used no. as an exotic, and you can have the no, ability I, to control that the hive like amazing. that. Is yeah right right. So instead of you know trusting them to like fight for you and be actually useful you, you can, can control them yourself. yourself yes come on 
That's so good. When I when I was thinking about that, my brain immediately went to like the fallen and the Briggs. Like if I can get in one of those Briggs and like control it, I don't know. I'd... Oh yeah, yeah, man, that'd be cool. I agree. I agree. That could be like a vehicle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh my goodness. Like I need to write this stuff down. But <laughs> that's really cool. Like stuff like that excites me. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, yeah. Uh, no, if they were to bring back Teraba. Which everyone forgot Terraba even existed. It was the yeah. exotic SMG for Crown. Yeah. Where, like, if you were to bonk it, it could, like, take over something. Like, if there was a catalyst, maybe. Where, like, if you did enough damage, you would have, like, a split second to, like, go into it and be like, mine. Dude. Oh, my gosh, bro. Just imagine. Just imagine. Like, I don't, look, honestly, per- I'm going to be honest with you. I like PvP, but I don't really give a dang about PvP compared to PvE. Yeah. Okay. PvE has always like been the forefront of Destiny for uh, me. Yeah. Agreed. And I'm like, if you just, oh, I'm, I know I'm making it sound easy, but I believe that they should really focus more on PvE and making that exciting and making and the rewards good. Focus yeah, right. on PvP after. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's fine. Like, I would honestly make PvP an afterthought. Well, I wouldn't even say an afterthought. You have the team for that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And on top of it, too, they've shown and they have done, uh, they're able to uh, uh, divide the sandbox. Oh, yeah. You know? No, they were able to do that before. They're able before. to do that. Yeah. So I'm like, and, dude, th- just yeah. think about it, bro. Like, like I was talking about before. You may not necessarily agree. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. I don't know. But like, the reward and the journey to the reward has to be sweet. Yeah. And like, no, just like... imagine, I personally didn't really care for, well, okay, that's not true. I enjoyed every single raid that I was in when I was with the right people. Okay. I'll be honest. Regardless. Yeah, of it. it just matters with who you're doing it and if right. you're having fun. Right. And I agree. Like, and for the most part, I, I feel like, you know what? I, I actually did enjoy every single raid thus far, even in Destiny 2. I did. I'm not even going to try to compare because we already know how I feel about Destiny 1 raids and one yeah. of my favorites. But, like, I actually did enjoy every single raid that I participated in, specifically if I'm with the right group, right? If the yeah. dynamic is good, we're having a good time, we, we can just vibe and it's fun. That's the one mistake I always tend to make with LFG teams because... Agreed. Uh, I was going through raid report because I was, like, bored. I was waiting for a game to install. And yeah. uh, so I was going through raid report and, like... um. I was looking through and I'm like, wow. Like, I, I can see everyone who was in the raid. And there were like, our first attempt on day one, we were in there for like seven hours. We, we didn't even make it past, we didn't even make it to A tracks. <laughs> it's still like the biggest misstep in my entire Destiny career is that we yeah. never made it past the tubes. Um, Dang. Uh, but so I was looking at it and there were like 10 other people like there were 10 replacements at one point like we went in there with six people and at the end there were like 10 other people that had been rotated in because people Jeez. just kept leaving Jeez, bro and, that's, and, and like I said it's a gamble it's a gamble you know what I mean and that's what, honestly that's what I'm going to just start doing anyway to be honest like I mean our, 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 my, our clan is kind of small and I actually kind of prefer it that way but yeah, I, hopefully because I still enjoy the game. I know, yeah, Simba, I know Simbon doesn't really enjoy the game that much anymore, for real, for real. Like, I asked her, she just can't stand this game. So I said, okay, that's fair. Uh, and I felt like she's just joining 
for the most part because I asked her to. You know, are so, I you mean, planning to make an attempt uh, for Vogue on day one? Um, I would like that. Okay. I, I mean, regardless of the case, I just want to play the raid, man. It's been so long, and I kind of just given up on it because there's not a lot of people playing the game. My my Discord's kind of dry. Like, oh, it's just it's kind of dry. A lot of people, not you know, it's just it's, I don't really get that much response. And not everyone plays the game either. The clan's not that big. But honestly, I just want to find a consistent group of people to play with. Yeah, consistency in this game is literally everything. That's what I'm saying. So I don't really care. I'm not asking for 50 people. Like, I know you and Paul, really. And yeah. I, know I, can, I, I know I can ask Sin to play, but for the most part, I don't think she plays on this. She doesn't play on this She game doesn't play on it her for own. her own enjoyment. For the, for the most part, I, I, that's what I think. And now with Outriders, I mean, like, ugh, you know what I mean? Like, this game is like, an afterthought, uh, if a thought at all. Yeah. So, um, that's what I want to do, Noah. I actually just kind of want to go on LFG, or maybe if you have a friend that you trust. Yeah, I can, I can probably pull a few strings. You know what I mean, right? Use your, use your charm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but uh, ultimately, that that's, that's um, I know we're, we, we can kind of cut the podcast, you know, okay. to, to a close, uh, unless you want to talk about anything else. No, specifically. I'm, I'm kind of, okay. I'm, I'm empty right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was empty the whole time. I was just bouncing off of you. Yeah. Um, but I would say this, man. I mean, like, I, th- I think I haven't given up on Destiny at all. Like, not yet. But no, like, I don't I, think. I, I, I think giving up on Destiny currently, I mean, um, I think Transmog is definitely a concern to see on that how they either, it's needlessly complicated and really just needs to get shortened down. Um, and I really, really hope season of the Spicer, or whatever name they're giving it, it doesn't matter. I mean, this week we'll find out, and I'm sure yeah. I will be delighted yeah. to see whatever's going on there. Hopefully, yeah. my one hope is please make the season armor good. Please, 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 please. Yeah. I would, you know, that's, I would say this, you know, out of everything that I talk about and everything that I want to get out there to developers, that's the one idea that I really want to emphasize push. And, and push because I want to, I want to look good. I want to enjoy the game and I want the rewards to be awesome. And this, this is also a part of the reward, the, the items that we get. And the um, fashion and the fa- game is the true end game. <laughs> yeah. I guess you could say that. Yeah. It's part of it. hundred percent. I don't know. I, I agree. And I, I hope. I really hope that this season is not only fun, it's for, but it's also rewarding. And I agree, the reward. I also hope it's narratively like keeps on the high horse. You know that is season of the chosen because yeah, you're, you're definitely... season of the chosen narratively was pretty dang good. Although Keitel was really really bland. You think so? I think that Keitel definitely did not get the justice that she needed. I think she should have had more of an antagonistic role. I mean, that wasn't what she was meant to be. Right. But I think that, like, giving us more of a red herring for Keitel being an antagonist, I don't know. We're not quite done. I'm sure they might have a trick or two up their sleeve. I got a question yeah. for you. Do you do you think... I, this, I believe... I, be, I believe um, antagonist bosses should appear more often in the game while we play. And also, hey... I mean, you can add a little bit more cutscenes. That's fine too, so we can see them more often. But my my point is this: seeing your adversary, rather face he, to face, face to face, more often, it, I think is more impactful, and it gives it gives even more, if it gives more they're weight. like 
even if it's like a comic book TV show and like the villains always like there and then they ooh they're gone. Like even then, like just seeing them and they miraculously escape, like the ability to do that is just. I think that's a start. That's that makes sense in the Destiny like universe. That's something they can get away with. I think that's what they missed with Beyond Light. Yeah, and that's why Aramis fell so short for me. Is that we didn't get enough time with her. Like she just felt like the day. She was like, oh, well, it's all right. It's Tuesday. Let's go kill her. Wait, who's Aramis? I forgot. Uh, oh, the, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My point. My yeah, point. Exactly. Right, bro. Like, who are these people? Like, I, this is what I'm saying. Like, we spent more time. Like, for- high celebrant? Who's that? Huh? I don't know who that is. <laughs> Dude, like, I, that's an excellent point. Like, bro, just now, I, I, I just asked you twice who Aramis was. Aramis was, was yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, and- that's. That's saying something for how much Aramis actually got fleshed out. Because oh. she's a real interesting character. She I, was, I think so. She was um, there during the Prison of Elders riot, something that Varix did. She portrayed Varix, made friends with the darkness. Like, there, there's a whole, like, plethora of things we could have with Aramis that we just didn't get. Right. And hopefully she's brought back for, like, uh, Twilight Gap 2.0. I think that'd be real fun. Maybe, sure. Um, okay. At like the end of the year, like the Hive roll up. Yeah. The um, Cabal, whoever's left of the people who's like, nah, we're not going to follow the treaty. The Aramis has fallen and the Vex all roll up in like a six fronts. And we have this like. Um, you know how um, at the start of Shadow Keep we had like all those frames helping us. Imagine if everyone in the community was there and like it was a live firefight. Like mm. we're in the tower yeah. and we're defending it. Oh yeah, oh, that'd be, oh, that'd that be that would be the perfect live event. That'd be cool be, because then we're actually like there. Because, right. like, in the past live events, we're just sitting in the tower watching something happen in the skybox. Like, if we're out there killing waves of like wyverns and like brigs and whatnot yeah. i'm down yeah that's that would a, be yeah. that would be the perfect close and then once everyone's gone we fade to black and then we see witch queen and then servers go down <laughs> then you punch your tv no. <laughs> yep soprano's ending no that's good i never thought of it that way i think that's really cool like have have the have the uh the end game Oh, I guess you could say, you know, uh, the live events be actually more live, right? You know, like what I mean? if we have every single per, like obviously there would be major server issues for this, but like convert the tower servers into like live firefights, yeah, and like trying to defend. Think of it like COD zombies. That's how I'm thinking of it, like right now, it's like COD zombies, but like every race and we're just in a mad scramble like maybe if you want to do something have zavala die i don't know Mm. do something you think about it they kind of made the tower like a quote-unquote live event i'm not saying it's live but remember the first time destiny one destiny 2 came on board and we were fighting in the tower yeah like that like that type of like event and like we're just fighting like either in the hangar and like uh, like a catch falls out of the sky and it slams into the hangar. It can be kind and of, like a bunch of fallen come rushing out. It can be kind of like a, so. I would say this like it's like a horde mode, 
Yeah. I just I'm just being very basic here. But let's say this fight is like a horde mode and it's a timed event. And it's 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 a timed event, of course, because it's a live event. But uh-huh. like we actually have like a time frame that's like, hey, this event will be live for two hours. Okay. Yeah. Like and- two hours of everyone in the Destiny community fighting. I think it would be the perfect thing of like to get morale the highest ever. Like, obviously, Friendly Fire would be, like, off because that would just be a mess. Right. But, like, I think that would bring the community together in something that would be fantastic. And, like, the amount of, like, because that would, like, the ability to, like, have everyone in the community, like, be there and be like, okay. Or, like, even with crossplay, like, think about crossplay with this. Yeah. Like, you could have all of the collective destiny community like on uh, like a series of servers like all mixed together and they're fighting for the tower i i think that'd be real cool to have like or like drifter like come out of his little thing and be like hey guys i'm here yeah yeah i think i don't know cool. i think i think that would be a good like narrative prelude for like um or you could even have crow there like having crow like being up somewhere and like sniping, I don't know. I think that I think that's just an interesting well, idea. Well look, well, look, check it out though. Like, how about this? We could combine all this. So the event is like a timed event. Let's say it's like mm-hmm. an hour, right? It's yeah, it's an hour event. It's like horde mode. Enemies will keep spawning in ships, enemies, different types for this like fight, right? <clears throat> yeah, frames, all, all, whatever you need, whatever you need, right? We got people fighting for us and you know people fighting against us okay now we also have our characters in game fighting alongside us just like how it was in the beginning of destiny one where zavala had a bubble you zavala know zavala had a bubble icora's so, going hammock and cheese right. maybe we get saint 14 up in there right that's what i'm saying so have them do something kind of like stationary where they're like you know they'll, they'll fight and everything but they'll use their abilities and everything like that. When, yeah. Maybe when something pops off. But right. But they'll kind of like be in their own area. Or you like um, occasionally like the travel will be like, hey guys, here's a pool of light. Go over there. Right. And, and then, so check it out. After all that, when the event is over, then we get a cutscene of like everyone being a bad madatraka. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah, being awesome. Like just... the uh, opening cuts or like, hold on, hold on. Yeah. What? Hold on. Yeah. What's up? Okay, I will in a second. Okay, well, we, we can end it here. <laughs> okay, bye. Alexa, and call. Okay. Alexa, and call. Sorry about that. Uh, no, it's, it's okay. We, we can end the podcast oh, here. Okay. But, that's, but yeah, that's... no, I, I think it, that would be a really cool idea to end with or start off Witch Queen with that. Like, end, end Beyond Light or the Year of Beyond Light with a Twilight Gap, like 2.0. Yeah, and maybe the tower is destroyed, and then everyone goes to the helm. Then for like however long, <laughs> back know. to back to the farm, <laughs> back to the farm at <laughs> the most useless social space. Yep. Uh, okay, so no, but that's, that's a really cool idea. I think I need to like really write this down. But yeah, yeah m- making characters more relevant and or whatever, and you know the rewards. Anyway, all right, cool. Uh, okay. I'm gonna I'm let you go. Okay. But uh, yeah, thanks for coming on the show, Noah. It's, Always it's enjoy it. And me too, man. It's been awesome. I'm glad right. that I asked you to come, but we'll definitely we'll, we'll definitely talk more next week. So uh, right. for the listeners, thanks for listening. And until next time, we will definitely see you next week. See you later.